Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. If you're looking for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style, Empowerography would love to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners, Quartz and Canary Jewelry and Wellness Company. Please use code EMPOWER15 to receive 15% off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com. Quartz and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Antonia Amid. She is the owner and founder of Glass Haven, based right here in Toronto. How are you doing today, Antonia? I'm doing well, and yourself? I'm doing very well. The sun is shining today. It's supposed to be a nice warm day, so that's that's a plus. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey with us. I appreciate you taking the time and I appreciate you being here as part of the Empowerography community. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, You know, I've been looking forward to this for a while, so I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. Well, let's let's jump right in. So, Antonia, as I mentioned, you're the owner and founder of Gloss Haven. You're also an advocate for inspiring and helping young women to believe in themselves and last, but certainly not least your mother. Can you tell us when you started Gloss Haven? Yeah, so... um, well, Glass Haven officially uh, launched on February 1st, 2021. Okay. So, okay, wow, brand new. <laughs> brand new. <laughs> awesome. What was the inspiration behind starting Glass Haven and, and what is Glass Haven all about? Can you tell us a bit about the company? Well, I would definitely say um, it all goes back to really the beginning of the pandemic um, back in March of 2020, uh-huh. where the kids, you know, they didn't return back to school and so I started looking for creative things to do with the kids at home and um, ways to keep them busy. So at first, I came across soap making, like soap making and, and learning about that. And I right. thought, well, this is different. This is new. And I'm like, I don't really know much people who make soaps, you know, personally. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think this is neat because there was two ways of doing it. There's like a longer process with like more chemicals, not so safe for kids, but there was also another um, easier way of doing it, which is called the melt and pour method. So I literally started doing that with them. Okay. And through that, I was able to also come across uh, making lip balm. Okay. And well, I started doing lip balms and at that time my church wasn't closed yet so we were still going and I had made a little with packages for some close friends and family uh-huh. and they really gave me some good feedback but honestly I wasn't thinking of it in a business direction like that wasn't where my head was at right. um, but eventually I would say moving more now towards like October, ending of October, going into um, November, I a friend had asked me, um, hey, you know, like my lip balm is running low and <laughs> I'm going to use some more lip balm. So I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Um, still not thinking anywhere, you know, like business-wise. 
And then I remember going on YouTube because I wanted to do something a little bit more creative with the lip balm. Yeah. And I remember on YouTube coming across a YouTuber who has her own lip gloss company. Um, she was based in the States, though. Uh-huh. But I was just listening to her, and I was like, wow, you can actually make your own lip gloss. That's, that's really interesting. Um, so, you know, I'm a big lip gloss person. <laughs> I, I, I love lip gloss. I love lip products. So I was like, oh, that's something to definitely consider. So, like, that's how I started, you know, moving towards that direction. Okay. And even then, even then when I saw that, I wasn't even thinking lip gloss. I was thinking actually like soaps, body butters, like that uh-huh. sort of stuff. Uh-huh. I still, yeah, I still wasn't thinking lip gloss, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much wow. how okay. that all started. Yeah. And then um, what is Glass Haven about? For me, I would say Glass Haven is all about positivity. Um, you know, it's all about uplifting others, making others feel good, you know, putting a smile on faces, especially in today's times with COVID and Uh all the changes that we've been through. You know, when I came up with Glass Haven, my idea behind it was uh, really to make it an experience where my potential customers would feel good or confident about themselves, Uh feel good and confident about what they're purchasing and also to be encouraged. Um, And by that, what I mean is like encouraged as a customer to want to purchase again, or at least encourage others to purchase and also encouraged to start their own business ventures if that was something that they wanted to do. Because I remember just being so scared to start a business, like so scared that any potential ideas that I'd have, I would seriously just brush them off, you know? (laughs) So um, especially on my social media accounts, encouraging others to, you know, start their own journey business-wise, to not be so hard on themselves, to not give up on their dreams. It's just as important to me as getting my products out there, you know? Yeah. So yeah, like I think you have to first give to receive. And a lot of times people think that concept has to do strictly with money but i mean like if you can why not right Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i also mean like giving of your time sharing your knowledge or your skills to help someone else out you know absolutely i love i love the message of positivity and like you said especially in times that we're going through right now positivity is needed now more than ever so i love the message behind the company and giving back and, and helping to inspire others i think that's amazing now, why did you decide to focus your energy and business on women's products, specifically um, lip gloss? Like, why lip gloss? Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said before, anyone who knows me knows, like, I never go anywhere without my lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a, a must-have. So when I saw that it was possible to create your own lip gloss, like, I definitely had to give it a go. Like. Um, for me personally, I remember when the pandemic just hit and it was just so depressing having like nowhere to go. And one day I said, I'm just going to do my makeup and put something nice on. And like that alone just lifted my spirits, you know, and that thought came back to me when starting my business. Like, yeah, ladies, we may not necessarily have anywhere to go, but sometimes you just need to do it for yourself and for your well-being, you know. 
um, get dressed up, put on that lip gloss or lipstick, take some dope pics, you know? (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Like, I'm a firm believer that self-care is honestly a big part of why I'm still singing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially during all this, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but however, when I was creating Gloss Haven and coming up with and, you know, brainstorming products I wanted to sell, I honestly didn't only have women in mind. Uh You know, I love my lips. I love lips in general. It just carries out your smile. And who doesn't like a pleasant smile? And I know we all have to wear our masks now, but that's even more reason to care for your lips. And with that being said, women aren't the only ones with lips, right, Brad? Very true. (laughs) Men have have lips as well. So even under the mask that we wear, men also need to care for their lips. You know, we all do. So self-care really isn't just a woman's thing. Uh Self-care Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) So why is helping to inspire young women such an important cause or mission for you? Did Did this part of your journey begin with your own personal struggles dealing with that kind of thing? Yeah, definitely. I would say helping to inspire young women, um, it's important because I know what it feels like to be un- to feel uninspired mm-hmm. or to feel like you're not good enough or you're less than, um, to feel insecure. And yes, definitely wanting to help inspire others, especially young women, um, did begin with my own personal struggles. I would definitely say, you know, um, when you're younger, all that stuff that you go through, you know, you carry it with you into your into your older years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like if I can if I can have any part in in helping change, you know, um, negative mindset to like a positive one, or like just being able to encourage through my own story, like I'm all for that. I love your positivity and the mission you're on to it to spread positivity and help inspire others. I think it's amazing. We need more of that in the world. Like I said before, especially now more than ever. Can you, yeah, thank you. Can you talk to us a bit about your personal journey and your struggles? Yeah, so my struggles uh, were mainly like insecurities. And so mm-hmm. my insecurities, they really started after leaving elementary school. So as as oh, early wow. as... Yeah, as, as early as starting middle school. Mm. And, um, you know, many of my only lasting memories of my two years of middle school was being bullied. Oh. Yeah, and I'm talking name-calling, taking my lunch money, even being shot with a BB gun. Actually, what? in the school, it was, yeah, it was it's crazy. And, like, I was just targeted completely unprovoked. I no idea why but yeah I remember days where I would just sit in the girls washroom stall and eat my lunch um just because yeah it was really bad and um you know this experience it really made me second guess myself and my abilities and even my worth you know Mm um I was yeah I was starting to think that something was seriously wrong with me and um I remember as we approached the end of my last year of um, middle school, I finally faced my, well, at least one of them. And Mm -hmm. I built up the courage to ask why, like, 
I just wanted to know why did I have to go through this for like two years? Like why? And I remember their response like it was yesterday, Brad, like they turned to me and said, well, you never did or you said anything like you never did. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, that honestly changed my life because I planned from that day forward that as long as I could help it, I would never let that happen to me again. But unfortunately, you know, the damage had already been done. And I never dealt with another bully after that, but I was dealing with myself. Yeah. So negative self-talk, feeling unworthy, feeling like I wasn't beautiful enough. The truth is I was struggling with low self-esteem for years. And um, I can say that it really affected the decisions I made. Um, for sure. Most definitely. Yeah. I, I was going to just add to that, like, because yeah. I lacked confidence in myself, mm-hmm. I needed people to, you know, validate certain yeah. things in me. And um, I especially loved hearing it from guys, honestly. And I, you know why I think that is? I think it's because guys were the ones who bullied me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, right. So it was like, you know, overall, it, it did affect me on a holistic level, I, I would definitely say. Yeah. That's horrible. I mean, any kid who has to endure that. I mean, I went through bullying as a kid as well, I think. A lot of kids have to, well, not I think, I know a lot of kids have to go through and deal with it. And it's horrible because it does, the effects that it has and how they carry through, as you mentioned, through the different stages of your lives with you into your adult years and how it affects decisions you make and how you feel about yourself. It's it's absolutely horrible. And these these kids that are doing this, obviously, they don't have the forethought to think of what kind of damage this will do to people in their in their later years go ahead true what Mm. i've learned is that um hurt people hurt people right yes yes so you know um yeah it's it's unfortunate but it's heartbreaking it is how have these experiences helped shape the antonia you are today do you think you know, I would say that, you know, because of what I've gone through, uh-huh. I can definitely relate with others going through similar experiences. Uh-huh. And um, it's definitely helped my, um, sorry, helped shape my ability to be more, I would say, empathetic, more compassionate, even more open-minded. Because, you know, there are times where we see people who just lash out or just, come off not in the nicest way mm-hmm. and I remember I used to be so on edge at times like back then and I and I still can be you know I'm definitely a work in progress it just makes me think to myself like Antonia you you really don't know what this person is dealing with on the other side of things right. and um, instead of showing hostility back I, I now have more reason to show kindness or, or just not give that same energy back. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not going to lie though. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it can catch you off guard. Yeah. Right. And to think that, to think that way might not always be my first response, to be right. honest, but right. that just brings me to my next point because of what I've been through, I'm more self-aware. And, and if I come to the realization that I've dealt with you wrong or which nine times out of 10, I do, um, you can expect me to come back and say that I was wrong for what I did or, or how I um, reacted yeah. you know, and, and that I apologize sincerely. So I would definitely say um, that's how it, it's helped shape uh-huh. the Antonia. Uh-huh. 
Well, as you said, you're a work in progress. And I mean, self-work is lifelong. Self-work is life work. It, it, you don't, it doesn't end, right? You're, you're continuously working on it. We, we are continuously working on ourselves. So, I mean, as long as we keep doing that work and working on ourselves, then that's, that's, that's all we can do. Right. And just be kind to others. It is. Yep. What would you say is the most exciting part of your business? What lights you up the most about it? I think for me, I'd have to say uh, the most exciting part of my business is, you know, knowing that it's a one woman show. (laughs) 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 Like, you know, so far I am the creator. I am the marketing team, the photographer, the web designer, (laughs) et cetera. And that honestly really lights me up. Like to know that I'm running the show my way, Uh it's especially exciting to me though, because, I know how my mindset was before, um, like of starting a business or running a business. I know that I was so against it for me personally. Yeah. And so to know that I'm I'm doing this and this is the progress I've made, it it really does excite me. Um, but if I had to choose one thing, I would definitely say packaging. I love to package orders. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's like I put I I put so much into it, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, like that's definitely another thing that really excites me. Okay. What is your three to five year plan for the business? Like, where do you see the Glasshaven going? Where, where do you want to take it? So I'll I'll answer that question with uh, what I had in mind for, you know, a pandemic free world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> right. So like, well, in the next three to five years, you know, I, I wanted, I would have wanted to have my own little shop or boutique a place where people can, you know, come and get the full experience. But um, overall, I would like to build a business that will one day, you know, be listed amongst the top beauty brands in Canada and the United States. I would like to add more products, which actually I have already started. Um, like I just oh, recently awesome. launched my, yeah, I, I recently launched my um, line of lashes as well. And I also have plans to rebrand just because I think, I'll be more of a boutique. Just for example, instead of being called Glasshaven, I may change my name to Glasshaven Boutique. Um, okay. And, and so, yeah, and so expanding would also mean, you know, hiring a dedicated team of people to help with production, marketing, sales, etc. But another passion of mine is also helping others and inspiring others, uh, especially those who have a mindset like I had when. I, when it came to running a business, so like wanting to uh, run a business, but being scared to move forward or wanting to run a business, but not knowing how to go about certain things. So I would like to eventually have workshops or conferences, either via Zoom or in person, however things are for that time, just helping other upcoming entrepreneurs, especially younger ones, or even writing like an ebook. For example, how to start, how to market, maybe a list of different vendors, different hacks, uh, different website platforms, et cetera. And, you know, just sharing my personal story on um, how I started or any adversities I overcame and, and, and have guest speakers, all of that fun stuff. Love it. So, big goals and big ideas. That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dream big. You have to. Right. It's what you can do. That's right. Where does your inspiration come from when you're creating new products for Glasshaven? I would 
say my inspiration comes from a few outlets. Um, definitely what's trending. I tend to refer back to what is trending, and then I think of ways to add my own little personal touches to it. Um, but another way um, I get inspiration is from my customers. I got, you know, at Glass Haven, we're always looking for ways to improve and satisfy our customers. And a lot of them actually give us great feedback and suggestions, which we are more than open to. And this actually gives me great inspiration. Um, for example, I have a popular lip balm on my website called Coco Mint, and it is basically a combination of um, organic cocoa powder from my parents' homeland, Grenada. And I just add the perfect amount of peppermint essential oil, but we currently only have it available in the lip balm tint. Um, however, more than one customer contacted me and asked if I could make that same lip balm in the chapstick form. Uh -huh. And I'm pleased to say that we are currently working on that. Awesome. So, yeah, I, I pull inspiration from more than one place, definitely. Okay. How did you come up with the name for your business? So, I originally had the business name um, Natural Haven in mind for a whole different line. Like I said, I wanted to do, like, soaps and body butters yeah. and those sorts of things. But, like, for me, like, okay, so a haven is a place of safety or a place mm -hmm. of refuge. And that's basically what I want Glass. Um, wanted Glass Haven to be for my customers. I wanted it to be uh, a place or a space where you feel safe, where you feel relaxed, informed, you know, where you feel inspired. So that's pretty much where the name came from. Okay. What do you think yeah. your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful, Antonia? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I, I think I would say taking action. Yeah. Because um, in life, one of my models are, you know, don't put off until tomorrow what can be done today. And mm -hmm. I do feel like because I am an action-oriented person, I love to do the most that I can, you know, with what I have. And I feel like that's even why I started when I started uh, or launched when I launched. Because mm -hmm. um, I remember having a conversation with a close friend who's also a financial advisor and um, they were just like, Antonio, like, why don't you just start March 1st? Because I know you still have some. I'm like, no, I have to. Not. I really, I have a lot of great ideas for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is in February. I can't start in March. Like, right. I really um, took that action to really get me to where I am today. Okay. So I would definitely say that. Yeah. All right. To date, what would you say is your biggest high or your greatest win? I would say my biggest win to date would be raising my three daughters. As much as I teach them, they teach me a lot as well. And I really do feel truly honored to raise them. They really keep me on my toes. <laughs> yeah, kids definitely do that. And we do. We have a lot yeah. to learn. We can learn a lot from kids for sure. Oh, yeah. And, like, they really push you to, you know, be <laughs> yes. Right. Oh, yes, that's for sure. Antonia, what makes you feel inspired or like your best self? Well, for me, I really like to research. I, I, I get a lot of joy in researching and coming up with new ideas. I also like to Google inspirational quotes, a lot of which I do share on my um, 
on my business page on Instagram. But it, it's nice because, you know, I can put in like inspirational quotes for young mothers, for example, mm-hmm. and, and I can see quotes that, you know, will relate specifically to what I may be going through at the time. Yeah. But I also look at YouTube. I like to look at YouTube videos of other mompreneurs, you know, not just in the lip gloss business, but any mm-hmm. business really. Mm-hmm. I would say I enjoy writing. Writing makes me feel really good. But one thing I really do regularly is meditate, um, and I also pray. Okay. Um, prayer gets me through tough times, and yeah. you know, meditation definitely helps to clear my mind of negativity. So, yeah, those are really the ways. Excellent. How how would you define the word success? What does that word mean to you? Um. Well, I personally don't think that success always has to be something huge like Mm -hmm. like i'll explain what i mean by that so i know the dictionary i believe defines success as like attaining wealth or prosperity and and i know usually when we think wealth or prosperity we think money yeah money is definitely great we need money for sure (laughs) yeah but i also like to look at success as more than that like the fact that I was able to start and launch my business, like that was a success for me. Uh-huh. Whereas, you know, someone else might say, okay, I've started and I've launched, but I will consider it successful maybe once I start making money or when I make X amount, you know? Right. So I think, I, I personally think that we should, you know, count our blessings every day and, and not take things for granted. Even just being able to make it through another day can be a success for some people, you know? Uh So in essence, I definitely say I would define success as any goal achieved. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You know? Yeah. Uh Yeah, for sure. Just not discrediting the little successes. Yes. Well, that's it. We have to celebrate the little wins as we get through life. These, you you have to celebrate all of it. All, All the wins. They're all important, no matter how small or big they are. Exactly. Because it's all part of your journey. For sure. What is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received? For me, I think I would have to say the best advice that I've ever received was put God first. Like that's gotten me through so much in life. And even with this business, just putting God first, I've proven that it has worked for me. And that's something that I really hold on to. So yeah, I would say that was the best advice. What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? And what was your life like after learning it? Ooh. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. <laughs> I think the most important thing that I've learned is you can't please everyone. You know, before learning that, I was always trying to do good by someone else and you know, leaving myself out. Uh, I felt like it was the only way to be accepted. And, you know, that is far from the truth. Uh, There's nothing better than, you know, being yourself. There's nothing healthier than setting boundaries. And I've lived a much more fulfilled and stress-free life just because I've come to that realization. That makes sense. Who have been the three most influential people in your life? Ooh, Brad, you're putting me on the spot with this question. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I, 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 let me just first say, I do have many influential people in my life, but, um, 
I guess my top three would have to be my my mother, number one. She teaches me, you know, what hard work and dedication looks like. Um, and then I'd have to say my dad, who he really teaches me what it means, you know, to not let what you can't control define your happiness and your outlook on life. Mm-hmm. That's and a big like, one. I, yeah, you know, and he really taught me that. My dad is um, visually impaired. And, you know, I've never heard him ever complain about about that at all. Like, he still goes through things. It's it's so inspiring in itself, you know. So, like, definitely my dad. And, you know, my tight circle of friends who always encourage me, who always tell me as it is. And they're just positive people altogether. So, yeah. How would you like to be remembered, Antonia? I would like to be remembered as someone who always put their best foot forward, someone who always went hard for her family, who was able to, you know, put a smile on your face, especially when you needed it the most. Uh Yeah. A woman of faith. Yeah. Okay. What do you feel most grateful for in your life? To be honest, I feel most grateful for a strong mind and, you know, the ability to keep going. Uh, there has been so many times where I feel, where I felt defeated, but I'm so, yeah, I'm, I'm just so grateful to God that the fact that, you know, I'm still standing here and, and I keep striving to move forward with each day. So, yeah. What does the word empowerment mean to you? That's a good question <laughs> because, you know, a lot of times we hear this word and yeah. I had to, uh, even just hearing it now, I'm like, what does empowerment really mean? But, you know, to me, I think empowerment, you know, it, it starts with knowing your self-worth, knowing mm-hmm. that, you know, your life has value and meaning, knowing that you have what it takes to be great. And then like everything you do will portray mm-hmm. that mindset. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, to me it's having the ability to determine your own choices and influencing you know social change for yourself and for others um and that's what really comes to mind when i think empowerment i love it that's a great definition what's your personal motto okay so this motto i've lived by for as long as i can remember (laughs) (laughs) um i never lose i either win or i learn that is as simple as that, it, it to me has so much power because a lot of times, you know, you think, oh my gosh, I failed. But it, it's all about what you can take from those moments and how you can, you know, do better or improve. Mm-hmm. You know, and just let and learn from it. Mm-hmm. It's all about perspective. Right. Okay, we're going to do a little rapid fire section here. So the next few questions are going to be one, two, three word answers. Okay. Okay. How would you describe yourself in one word? Honest. Money or fame? Definitely money. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. If you were writing your autobiography, what would the title be? Why not me? (laughs) (laughs) If you came with a warning label, what would yours say? Mouth sometimes moves quicker than brain. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. That's great. (laughs) 
if you had a theme song that played every time you walked into a room, what song would that be? Skyscraper, Demi Lovato. If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change? People's negative mindset. What's one thing you want but cannot buy with money? Self-satisfaction. Entrepreneur life is? Rewarding, despite its challenges. If I had an extra hour a day, I would? Enjoy one hour of interrupted time, of uninterrupted time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you'd enjoy an hour of interrupted time. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Mom life is? Uh, Knowing joy, even (laughs) while experiencing the hardest trials in life. My favorite way to unwind is? Having a nice long bath. What's the first thing you think when I say the word future? A better me. If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? To be kind. And that concludes our rapid fire section. Antonia, if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? I would have told my younger self to be wiser with money. And I would have definitely educated myself on the importance of having good credit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Lastly, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? Life is short. Love one another. Be kind to one another. Learn to forgive. Only then will you really find true freedom. Awesome. Antonia, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a bit about your story and your journey. And it's it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. And I wish you all the luck with your business going forward. I'm sure you will do very well. And uh, I just want to let you know, I I appreciate you and I appreciate you being part of the Empowerography community. You are such a great supporter of the community and that I I truly, truly appreciate. So thank you. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Antonia Amid. She is the owner and founder of Glasshaven based right here in Toronto. Thank you so much, Antonia. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. You too. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca, follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast, and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.